it's the primary reason why they were able to, to acquire millions of customers. You're listening to Payments Innovation, a podcast dedicated to helping business leaders navigate today's global digital economy. Looking to learn about the latest innovations within fintech and payments? You've come to the right place. Let's get into the show. Welcome to the Payments Innovation Podcast. This is Chris D'Antuano with Currency Cloud. And today I'm going to be host uh, joined by Wayne Akey uh, from Agile Payments. Wayne, thank you for coming on the show. Thank you, Chris. It's a pleasure to be here. So today we're, our topic is going to be uh, why software as a service platforms with payments to consider being part of a payment facilitator program, also short as PayFAC. And I'd like to bring on Wayne as he's doing a lot in the PayFAC space with Agile Payments. So Wayne, if you could introduce yourself to our listeners and a little bit about Agile Payments. Yes, thanks, Chris. So we've been involved in the, the payments landscape for about 20 years. And in that time, our, our niche has kind of been partnering with uh, software as a service platforms and embedding payments. And uh, recently we've seen, in the past few years, we've seen that the, um, the payment facilitation model, also called payment aggregation, is becoming more and more attractive for SaaS platforms. And we have so many that have started up recently and the ability for them to, to get payments into their application in as frictionless way as possible is, is really important. And in a nutshell, that's what payment facilitation does for them. It allows them to bring on new clients very quickly with no friction, and it removes those pain points of, of having to conventionally board a merchant via uh, you know, a traditional merchant account. Yeah, and over the past few years, you can see the boom as uh, companies want to get involved with payments, but don't essentially want to take on uh, the risk or the onboarding or essentially yeah, that's exactly it. And traditionally, you, you know, you had PayPal, which was the really the, the original user of this, this model. And at that time, this, this whole aggregation model of being a, a master merchant was unknown. And so PayPal was doing something that no one had ever seen before, including you know, their, their back-end credit card processing acquiring bank. And as PayPal grew and grew and grew, um, and the, the volume was there, the acquiring bank partner essentially were were kind of forced to say, hey, let's support this model. And you now see someone like Square who came into this space doing the same thing and used that ability to onboard customers to really grow so rapidly. And, and it, it's the primary reason why they were able to, to acquire millions of customers. And um, the, the issue with that, and both of those, those companies are great, and you also see uh, Stripe in the space, but to be, to play in that kind of arena is very, very expensive. You, you can spend 100000 200000 upfront and the same amount yearly with compliance cost. So for the, you know, the average software service platform, going down this road of, of becoming a full-blown payfac or, pay, or payment facilitator is A, really expensive. B, it, it requires them to turn from being you know, what their platform is to also becoming a payments company. And that's well beyond most of those those companies' desires to do. You know, they just want to be able to accept payments in an easy way and not have to 
bring on a compliance officer and, and, and worry about risk mitigation and their exposure. So what's really happened is that we've seen companies come into the space that recognize that there's a gap. There's a gap between what's available and what merchants really need right now. Yeah, and I did want to tap into that a little deeper now. So um, within that gap, what type of requirements uh, do Payfax at least have to invest in to be able to be able to support this type of business? Yeah, it's, it's a good question. So, and the answer is it, it varies. In today's, the new options that are available to software service platforms, they range from basically saying, okay, you... And let, let's just say it's a, a platform that provides a, a solution for plumbers to manage their business. And as part of it, they have a payments component. So the, the options range from saying, we just want to get our payments embedded and we want to go to market as fast as possible. And in something like that, this plumbing application is essentially coming underneath an existing pay fact and acting as a sub-merchant of theirs. And in doing so, it removes them from having to officially register as a payback. It can be uh, something where they have no risk. You know, they have no risk involved. It's, it's not theirs at all. And all compliance, et cetera, et cetera, is offloaded to the partner. So you have kind of this base model, which lets them get to market. And really, we've seen people go to market in, in two weeks with something like this, where they integrate, they offer the payment solution, and they're they're able to say to their their clients, fill out this form, we'll have you processing payments in 15 minutes. Right, and essentially the merchant of the record is the payment. Yes, exactly, great point. So the merchant record is their payment facilitator partner, and and that's kind of your base. And now obviously, as you, as you move from a base model to a medium to a full-blown, they're gonna be, there's give and take. You know, you, as as the ability to come on really, really quickly and go to market, well, there's a drawback. And the drawback is that your cost basis is going to be higher than if you assume more risk and more responsibility. So if you want to just get to market as soon as possible and payment-related revenue is not your most important consideration, this is a good option for you. That's a really good point. In regards to agile payments, guess what regions are you guys working in? Is it a global yeah. project or are you in specific yeah. regions currently? Yeah, another good question, Chris. So the issue with the payback model is that it, it originated in the States. And at its core, it is very much a U.S. and now Canada option. But as you can imagine, the demand for global capabilities and people wanting to do this all over the world is growing. And so what we're seeing is that you have your, your payback providers, let's say Advantage, they are looking at being able to expand globally. And sometimes this is by expanding themselves. Sometimes it's by partnering with someone with a presence there. And so we're seeing this happening where you're able to get into you know the UK and the EU. There are solutions in those areas Asia is slightly behind the curve a little bit in terms of, you know, a, a U.S. company that has clients in those areas and wants to move into. That's problematic right now. Um, it is being looked at and we are seeing some progress, but primarily it's U.S. Canada with, you know, the EU is kind of catching on. But there are definitely some some geographic weaknesses in this. Yeah, definitely understand. And we're seeing the same thing over here at, at Currency Club. 
that. And it, it really stresses the importance of having, um, you know, partners rather than taking on a full operation uh, in, yeah. in each jurisdiction. Yeah, I, I couldn't I couldn't really agree more with that because you're you're spending so much time and money and you may be moving into areas where you don't really know um, the legalities and how things truly work. And if you can leverage someone's experience who's there, who's been there and done that, it just saves you a massive amount of time and money. I agree. And to tap into that a little bit more, what other type of challenges did you face in, in, in establishing and in becoming a payment facilitator? Yeah, so the challenges are for in, in becoming a true payment facilitator, the card associations are going to want an incredible amount of information about your company because they're trusting you to onboard merchants whom they may not have direct control over, nor do they have control over the potential fraud risk that they might bring into the ecosystem. To become a true payback, you're going to have to go through a fairly onerous underwriting process where your company and principles are examined as well as your business model. And so anybody who's a startup and considering the, the full-blown model, you really have to have uh, investment capital behind you to afford this. And there's also the, you know, the time can take six months or more to be actually approved and to get the integration dialed. Definitely understand that, and and the type of your your client base. So you know that you know we're talking about software as a service platforms. It really is a broad term. Is there specific SaaS platforms that will cater more towards the payfac, or is it sort of um, wide? yes, yeah. Again, really good question. So it it varies, and and this is part, and this is why when a, a software service platform, many of them are good fits. If they have a payments component or considering adding it. They can. This can be a good fit for them, but the rub is that you want to have or need to have, and I'll just say must have. You must have a large enough base that will generate enough transactions to make the the infrastructure cost, because there are going to be costs to you to make those pay off. So as a startup, you can definitely go to market and have a payment facilitator kind of model, but you're going to be using kind of that base model where you just plug and play, but you're not generating this, any revenue or, or you're not generating that much revenue from the payment income. So it, it depends on where they are, but I don't think a, a company should consider this route unless they're going to have a fairly significant number of users. They don't have to come out of the gate with that but down the road, they're going to have you know hundreds of users that don't just do one transaction a month. Because if you have a user that does one transaction a month, even if you have 10,000 users, all you're going to have is lots and lots and lots of work for not a whole lot of income. Yeah, that's a really good point, especially um, that you're building these APIs to cater to this, the same workflow. Um, so instead of you know getting redirected into a separate uh, uh, experience, it's it's becoming one uh, one type of workflow. So you want to make sure that the infrastructure is built out uh, in order to stay stay fit to the brand as well. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, Wayne, I appreciate the time today. Um, for our listeners, what is the best way for them to get in contact with you? Yeah, just visit agilepayments.com and click on a contact button and reach out. And um, I just want to stress that as a, a platform considering this, there's just a lot 
to think about. And it's best to start with a conversation with someone who knows what they're doing, whether or not that's us or not. But that that's my recommendation is just have have a conversation where you where you look at the options and you kind of chart out where am I now? Where do I want to go? What what is our in three years from now? What's what's this going to look like for us to be very, very happy? Now that that it's best to start with that conversation. I mean, we we just had a company that came to us and they had already spent forty or fifty thousand dollars with a consultant to become a full blown payfact, and it wasn't the best fit for them. So if if you start early with that conversation and just thinking about what your goals are and what's available to you, save you a lot of time and money. I agree, and I've seen some some, some horror stories with that as well. Yeah. Oh man! <laughs> well, thanks again, Wayne. Uh, Thank you, Chris. Today, and we'll be in touch soon. Take care. Take care. Bye bye. Currency Cloud is an online payments company that makes international money transfers fast and simple for businesses. We're building a borderless future where international transactions are seamless for a better user experience. Discover the world's most trusted payment platform and our toolkit of developer-friendly APIs at currencycloud.com. You've been listening to the Payments Innovation Podcast. To ensure that you never miss an episode, subscribe now in iTunes or your favorite podcast player. Thanks for listening. Until next time.